Welcome into the CHGO Bears postgame show presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook. Download the app. Use promo code CHGO when you sign up. Someone please explain to me why I keep picking the Chicago Bears to win football games. Because <laughs> they can almost win. I picked them too, and everybody else did here except for Corey Wooten. Congratulations, Corey Wooten. They should have won today. They absolutely should have won, won that football week. game. And I, for whatever reason, they just can't figure out this winning thing. And the final drive, I think, is what has everyone scratching their head right now. Taking a guy in Justin Fields who's getting – Worked on on the sidelines. The massage thing is out. He can't move. First play. Let's have him sprint out to the left and have him pick up one yard and nearly die. Uh, that was just bizarre. And then, and then next play, run him again. I've, come on, man. What 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 was happening there? I, that, that, second, I, that second honestly looked the like worst. they were actually trying to tank. Or like, like I don't know how to explain that. I, what, what in the world are you doing? Is it, Fox had already shown like. Five different replays of moments where Justin Fields was like holding his hammy or or like clearly wasn't 100% banged it was up. Slow to get up all he day. He said on Wednesday he wasn't feeling great. It, it was. And a, here you are at the end of the game and you're running him. You got Trevor Simeon warming up after the first play where they have to burn one of their timeouts and then they run him again. It, it was as if it was the final drive of the Super Bowl and he didn't have arms to throw the football and this was the only way they could win a football game versus you're playing the Atlanta Falcons in a season when you're 3-7 and seven and the game means absolutely nothing. I, I mean, let's be honest. It's, and, and I, it's, it's probably better that, and it's annoying right now, but it's probably better that they lost. I just, you don't, you don't, I, that, was, that, was, that was serious. But, but did he hurt? If he hurt his shoulder on that play, and that wasn't already something he was dealing with, that I mean, that is complete negligence from the coaching staff. Yes, that, that play call made no sense. You're he's not one hundred percent. You can't afford to lose him. He is your only offense, There's, and you're I guess, losing. I with, guess Brad Biggs just tweeted, according to Justin Bond in the chat. Je, Brad Biggs just tweeted Justin Fields on cart going to med tent. I don't really know. On it's car- after the game. That doesn't make any sense. But listen, we saw him getting looked at. On that means the si- he's going to get x-rays. Probably. Yeah. So, okay. Well, that makes sense. And So, was he fingers- playing the last uh, two plays with a broken collarbone or something? Like, Oh, God. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, that was ridiculous. It, 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 was, it was Never mind that. He there was a late hit on that second play. Well, second, too. absolutely. Because I could go crazy about the refs, but I'm more upset about making ha, calling the play to run them in general. That's why I wasn't even mad about the refs on that play. I mean, it was a it, it was, was another example hit. of him not getting a call where Mariota gets Kyler Gordon uh, touched Mariota's shoe wrong, and so that was roughing the passer. Mariota gets the call, Justin. But, but it was such a call. stupid play call, the, both of them, but especially the first one. Let's just run sprint left out of bounds. It, like it's it's like you have no faith that he can throw the football and or somebody can get open and I don't know. Chase Claypool, we saw him once today. Darnell Mooney, yeah, we had some we had some fun moments. He got in the end zone, yada yada. EQ had his moments too. I don't know. Well, Listen, this is Ed what, says it in the chat. This reminds has RG three vibes. That's what the Bears have to avoid now. He has answered the question as far as is he your franchise quarterback 
going into obviously the future and next season. You cannot, you know, the rest of the year we want to see it's, you know, he's must see TV. I'm excited every Sunday to watch him play, but not at the risk of hurting whatever they're going to do next year. So I'm, I'm not, I'm not in any hurry to have him prove it to me week to week on a team where he's running for his life on every single play. Uh, John Davis here with a uh, $10 super chat. The O-line is embarrassing. Justin oh. is absolutely gassed. The D cannot get a damn stop. Two quarterback runs with an injured quarterback, not to mention the late hits. Justin is taking two with no call. Help him. Seriously, anybody help him. Anybody help this guy. Coaches, referees, teammates, anybody want to help him. It's the worst day for the offensive line all season. It's horrible. All season. So that was it. That's interesting, too. Like, okay, Tevin Jenkins, you're active, but you're not playing. So what was the point? I'm not exactly sure. Well, based on how Eberflus explained it this week, it's up to the trainer and the player. So the trainer cleared him to play, obviously, because he was active. And so did he just not want to play? I that's a great question. I mean, I don't think that's really fair to put on Tevin, but that's based on what the head coach is saying during the week. I, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I have no, I, I have no, I cannot answer that. A- Alex Leatherwood, hello. I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's, he's I, inactive again. Yeah. All right, the Duke eight one one coming through with another ninety. What up, Duke? Ninety nine super chat. Sorry to make this awkward, but why is it that Mariota gets his feet massaged? I, why am I having trouble reading these? I, I got you. Massage and getting roughing call. Fields gets thank you, Lawrence. Uh, Fields gets lit up by a defender. Okay, let me start this over. I apologize. Okay, so yeah, Mariota's getting a foot massage and he gets a roughing call. Right, funny. I like yeah. that. That was, that it, was it was. I, that I, was funnier than what I just said a few minutes ago. Uh, Fields gets lit up by a defender who can clearly see he's down on a knee and it's fine. It's not the first time, and I'm beginning to think there's a racial component. Yeah, it, it's I I don't I don't wouldn't go there, uh, Duke. I I don't think that's it. I think it's it's more. He's a second year player. The Bears are three and now eight football team, and there's just no respect. But the the one where he got hit that we're all talking about at the end of the game, he laid there. I think fully convinced that there was a 15 yard penalty coming. 100 because time's running, and the Bears don't have a lot of time. And he literally was like, he didn't move. Which I don't think it was because he was hurting. I think he was just convinced that that's obviously a penalty, so I don't need to go anywhere right now. And then he doesn't get the call. That's too bad. It's just that's and, – and it's been pointed out. Like, that wasn't a bad slide by him. The last play? No, he immediately went to grab his shoulder, and he's yeah. getting pounded. But I, I, I don't even want – I. For, Look, that is a completely valid conversation we've talked about a lot. We will continue to talk about it because Fields never gets the calls. The, the, the coach should never put him in that position. Agreed. It's ridiculous. And, and it's obvious that they're trying to just run that stretch, like sweep play, hoping he breaks one loose. But it's like, dude, pay attention. He, he's not running 100% right now. He's tired. Yep. He's out of gas. Nobody's helping him. And, and I'm not going to sit here and say that I have much confidence that them throwing the ball down, down the field in that situation would have gone well either, but you got to try. You're, it's under two minutes. Right. That's, that's the beauty of this season. We are allowing growth to happen. Winning is not the number one important thing. Him being able to drop back and 
throw the football in, in that, you know, when you absolutely need to have three points and or a touchdown to win it, that's what we're here for. That's what, that's, that ding, that we're all signed up for that. Let him grow. Why, why did Braggs leave the show? I miss him uh, already. Sure. I don't know, Braggs. Maybe Braggs he went to go talk to himself in the closet, <laughs> <laughs> which I have a lot of Braggs when we get to Carmel. Uh, By the way, we're going to have fun on the show today, too. This is, we're not, this is not going to be all Meltdown Central, but it's just a, it's an upsetting way to end the game. You, you, you've you've got to um, keep your quarterback healthy, man, or, or, or do your best to keep him healthy. Um, Lawrence, I saw that that John's tweet. You, do we have that? Should we show that? Uh, sure, let's get I that think up we here. can. I don't see why not. So um, this should not be surprising considering the way that uh, Justin Fields was um, holding his shoulder after the game. You see him grabbing it again. It's this is left from, shoulder. We Adam saw John. Nick. Yeah, it says non-throwing shoulder. He's getting carted off for further evaluation. Typically, there's an x-ray room at most of these stadiums where they can – at least take care of that before going back, uh, you know, back home to the team facility where they can do more things that we don't want to see. As he just can't believe goes it. by the media. Look at Moriano, Look at great Moriano, performance. Yeah. Look at the Jordans, great job by Nick right there. Yeah, but yeah, except where's where's his camera? I was uh, gonna say where's his uh, where's his uh, beautiful green uh, green Samsung camera that makes phone calls. I. It's, but at least he – great positioning regardless. And I almost don't like – like if you had been riding by and just gave the thumbs up, hey, I'm okay there, Chicago media, Nicholas Moriano, report back to uh, the Bears postgame show uh, sp- sponsored by DraftKings Sportsbook that I'm good. And th- that's not what he did. He just went, oh, my oh, – my, my clavicle, my something. Um, so this gets back to, again, not denying – that losing helps your draft pick. It's just a sort of a black and white thing there that that's a good thing. But, like, again, at what point are you concerned about the way in which – because you said it right away, Carm. Should they have won this game today? Yes. Should they have won the game last week? Yes. Okay, I don't know about the other two weeks. They certainly had a chance to beat the Dolphins. Look, they certainly could have beaten the Dolphins. I don't know that they should have. Look, look, Cowboys was a wash. They lost that game. But, here, but, let's, but at look, what point are you concerned about that? Well, here, let's let's go through them real quick here. Okay, you're you're two and one. All right, you're two and one. Remember when the Bears were two and one? It was uh, Sunday, September the twenty fifth. You went to the Giants game. How did you lose that game? Valus Jones muffs a punt. It's a one score game. That's that was your last opportunity. That, that that's not how you want to walk off the field. Then you go and you play the Vikings. How do you lose that game? You lose it when Amir Smith Marset gets the ball ripped out of you on a drive to tie it up there. That's not how you want to lose a football game. Then you go on to the Commanders game. You throw a touchdown pass to Darnell Mooney. You throw a touchdown pass to Dante Pettis, and you and you lose that game twelve seven. Not the way you want to lose a football game. That's three in a row, three games that you could have won that all ended in nauseating fashion. So you beat the Patriots. You, you, you Dallas is a legitimate loss how do you lose the Dolphins game I don't even remember right now what 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 nauseating thing happened at the end of that game but kid do you what happened in the Dolphins game seriously uh, they blocked they gave it the block punt they that get, wasn't how they that, lost that was one of them I feel like there's I, I can't remember the last possession of the Dolphins game but the, okay then we go to we then we go to Detroit they did have the ball late because it was back-to-back weeks where they could have had a chance to win yeah and then uh and then the Lions game Remember what happened in the Lions game right now? Oh yeah, everybody remember what yeah. happened in the Lions. So another thirty-one thirty. Braggs is coming back. He's okay. Was that a bathroom emergency? You don't 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 let anybody know. But if 
It's okay. Bragg's got the runs. That's this is the show. <laughs> I wasn't gonna go there. I was just gonna say that the the Bra- the Bears made Greg Bragg's literally physically nauseous. air. I literally Ill, was I nauseous from the end of that game. Well, welcome back. Uh, I'm back. We're, we're gonna play healthy. through it. If Justin Fields is gonna play through it, I'm gonna play through it. And Wait. if I pass out on this show, you just do it like. What what was that one you know where they they, they take the guy to the parties, the movie? Birdies. Yeah, weekend, weekend at, birdies. at birdies. And I'll just lay here, and you guys finish without me. I was not expecting a weekend at Bernie's reference today, and I love it. <laughs> I love it. Uh, uh, just, Is this really from the end of the Bears game though? From seeing Justin Fields getting, yeah, getting car- you you saw Justin Fields getting carted off and had to run. Into I know the it makes me sick to my stomach. Could have, oh, no. could have been the cream uh, cheese. Could have been the cream cheese. It's not. I've had a lot of it. So yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead thank and you. Thank that. you so much, Casey. Anything else? No, no, that's all. Thank, thank you very much. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Just, you know, we're gonna have all. You're our, gonna bring your computer to the show. I, well, I just, I got, I listened. It was a rough ending to, to the game, and we're all having our moment here. And I'm gonna be honest. I don't think Bragg smells very good right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Sorry. But I. Um, <laughs> Hey, we're all here together. Where do we have some something? Yes. Oh no, not that. No, we need, no, we need like Glade. Uh, that might. You know what? That might help. Yeah, we could use a. I don't even know what's happening anymore. Lysol, please. This is we're, we're good. We're good. Everything's fine. Bears are going. It's all part of the. Listen, it's all part of the plan. We. The positive to all of this is that they have been in literally every game this year, minus the Cowboys game, and so they are close. I know that n- probably nobody wants to hear this right now, but they are close, and and, and the quarterback, we have to wait and see, I guess, but I, let's just hope that he's okay. We don't need him to play any more games this year either, by the way, if, he, if, if he's not. Just- like, I, I'm all for like all these like moral victories and stuff. Like, fine. I, I, I'm not even saying it's a moral victory. Don't get the quarterback hurt right. with stupidity. If it's going to happen, yeah. which it might, because I've said this, and we've, we've honestly had this conversation every single week. The biggest fear. The biggest fear is that on one of these plays where he's running, he gets hurt. It could happen. It could happen on a drop back. Happen to any quarterback on any given play. But don't go out of your way to make them to get them hurt. Like, like right. that's just well the, the the RG3 comment to start the show is very spot on. It, that that's mm-hmm. you know it you they just were reckless with 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 RG3. He was it was and then he got and then he was hurt and they kept on putting him out there and it it sort of feels like that. The guy was banged up. We you saw him on the and they side. They were fighting for a playoff spot. Right, you, but so we're seeing Fields on, on. Hold on, can we talk about the fact that Braggs is just sucking on a lifesaver and talking? I'm sorry, I'm trying That's to, amazing. I'm trying to, you're, I'm trying to shake out of this. You're, you're good, but I'm just saying, like, look, he's laying on the sidelines on his stomach. We're seeing the trainers sitting there with the whatever the turbo massage thing. No bueno, no bueno. Not good, if anybody doesn't know Spanish. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, we know it no Thank you. Thank you. We figured that one Thank out. Thank you. Uh, <sighs> man. All right. I, I'll tell you this. We got a lot of Super Chats. We have, uh, I believe, a Will DeWitt sighting. Uh, we uh, got all we'll kinds of things in here. I'll just, you just tell me where to go. And I'm, well, I'm let's start with, um, with our Fields Guide. Let's do that. Let's talk a little bit about okay. Justin What's up, Green Ridge Farm? Our field sky presented by Green Ridge Farm. Still a lot to like. The guy that gets 
no help whatsoever. Had a chance to go over on the passing yards, which was one of our prop bets before the game. Didn't happen. Uh, finishes 14 for 21, 153 passing yards, one touchdown, the interception on that last drive, which, oh, you know, I guess you could argue David Montgomery should catch the ball, but it was a little high. Of course, he's also dealing with the shoulder, and that was clearly bothering him at the same time. So I don't know how much blame you're really going to give him for that. Um, I got to say, only getting sacked four times in this game was impressive. He probably should have been sacked like 12 times. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, another over on the rushing. Over. Although, look at that. He only finished with 85 yards. He hit that over in the, sec- in the second quarter. Right. He had over 75 yards at the end of the ha- first half. So he so really only had like 10. 10 in the second half. Right. And he was 20 yards away from going over passing when they get the ball to end the football game. And they run him twice. And then he throws a ball that could have been caught. Not it wasn't a good throw. I get it. But. Catch the ball. I, I understand how hard it is, but that, that it's you know it's you're you're jumping. But it, it and and it wasn't a good throw. But come on, David Montgomery, who played it. David Montgomery played his ass off, by the way, and not belonging in Fields' guides. But he was running hard all day. Yeah. Um, there were some great moments. The throw to the throw to Monty down the down the right sideline. Well, let's go through those two plays because yeah. I uh, there was third and three. He made a great pre-snap read to identify that they they ran it was like right at the snap they they ran the coverage back Cole Komet was was going to be open they had the right play call on Justin read it he kept the ball cuz it, it looked like it was a an RPO on that play and then he hit Cole Komet it was a great pre-snap read um so you give him a lot of credit for getting the first down then the very next play was he scrambles out to the right he makes a great post snap read on that play Directs traffic, tells Cole to go here. Montgomery running down the sideline on the wheel. Throws a great ball in stride. I mean, those are two really, really important uh, plays that matter when you're looking at passing game development, specifically in the passing game. Those are the plays that you want to see. I was very impressed with those back-to-back plays. And we had perhaps the biggest help that he's ever gotten on any ball. The Cole Komet catch was sweet. Yes. That was one-handed while getting hit. You cannot make a more difficult catch than that. Komet's just having a breakout season week by week, so that was that was awesome to see. Um, the throw to Mooney to start the game. Yes, Mooney's wide call. open, yeah. but the way he stood in the pocket, he didn't bail out, stood in there and made a, a great throw to the corner of the end zone. I mean, Justin Fields has proven everything to anybody that watches this team week to week, snap to snap. When you hear people say, oh, he's just a running quarterback, that's false. You watch him play. You watch him keep his eyes downfield when he's trying to do everything in the backfield while he's running for his life on some of these plays like you guys just pointed out. He shows he has the capability of being a pocket passer if the Bears could ever develop a consistent pocket. So, yeah, there shouldn't be any complaining about Justin Fields. The miss bomb to Mooney was was disappointing. He was wide open and he overcooked it. That would have been a huge play when the Bears were building yeah. momentum. The Bears should have the Bears should have put they should have had 24, 27 points at the half. I mean that's that's the reality. They they missed opportunities, getting and then got field goals and I mean there's no way that game should have been tied up 17-17 at intermission. That was that was a bad job. Yeah, they missed out on a lot of opportunities, and yeah, and Fields misses that throw to Mooney. Um, you know, I don't. I think you can question the field goal. Um, 
yeah, you then, know, then you decision took, to make the field goal. Right, or you, you took you took sacks. You got yourself out of field goal range. You're asking Cairo to a 56 yarder. Not good. All right, well, let's go to blame game. I mean, I don't Oof. even care if it had to do with the loss or not. I'm blaming whoever was involved in the play calling on that last drive. Yep, is what I'm going with. I don't even think I'm not even sure it cost them the game. They were already losing the game at that point, but I'm just. Of, of all the things you can't afford to do this season, making stupid decisions like that to get your quarterback hurt, that's you deserve all the blame in the world for that. That's where I'm going. That's that's a solid start. I'm going to nitpick someone in my for my blame game as, at the beginning. I don't know what Byron Pringle's doing on this football team, but the one time I saw him today, he's picking up a holding penalty that could have been not called but was a hold. I Enough with the Byron fever, the favor of the Pringle. Like, like he's, it's not going to work. It hasn't what worked out. What did you just say? I don't know. The, the, <laughs> you got the fever for the flavor of the Pringle. Isn't that how it goes? The fever of the flavor of the Pringle? Not, can I, is it, is it Pringle's what commercial Once it is it Once you pop, you can't stop. Once, yeah. no, but there's, you the guys, don't, the bears pop the Pringle. You, pop, the you, got, you got the fever for the flavor of the jingle. That is not anything to do with Pringle. I don't know what you're talking about, though. Dude, what are you talking about? It's right here. <laughs> Right. Fever the what flavor of the Pringle. All right, so my blame game, you know, <laughs> last week I went full meatball and went with the refs. Obviously, we're not going there today, even though they had their moments. They sucked. Uh, with, the, with the, you know, clear personal foul on Justin Fields. You want to give it to Mariota, which I thought was questionable, but not Justin Fields. But I'm not going there. I could have went defensive line because they just get no pressure, but I'm not going there because I thought the defense overall had a pretty good game, only giving up 20 points. Uh, to me, the offensive line had their worst day of the year. That's a good this, one. This yes. is a team that's been running the ball for 200-plus yards every single game, you know, and I know it's a lot to ask for, but today specifically, the Atlanta Falcons defense is not good. And the Atlanta, de- the Atlanta Falcons defense was begging the Bears to run the ball, daring them to run the ball, playing back, playing in zone coverage, dropping – as they, they were not loading the box for David Montgomery. And I'm not putting it on David Montgomery. The offensive line could not open up any holes for David Montgomery. And then, it, you know, obviously the passing, the pass blocking has been a problem all year, and that was no different today as well. But when you add in the fact that they couldn't run block then today, why Tevin Jenkins isn't out there over Schofield when he's, you know, healthy, or, I mean, maybe not healthy, but active, is beyond me, especially after the penalties and mistakes that uh, Schofield kept making. I had a real problem with the offensive line today. They let they let the team down. Justin Fields in particular, David Montgomery too. Good call. Needed to be underlined. It wasn't great. You want to go one more round? Of what? Of of blame game. No, no. I You're good? Plenty of blame to go around. I was going to do a quick read, and then we'll go to bring in Will DeWitt. Okay. How about that? Sounds good. Um. So, yeah. Shady race. Wish I could have put on the darkest <laughs> sunglasses we in the world for that last drive today. But, uh, uh, yeah, Shady Rays, they never understood why sunglasses were so expensive. So they set out to change it. You don't have to break the bank for quality sunglasses because our friends at Shady Rays have you covered with premium polarized shades featuring world-class optical clarity, substantial durability, and styles catered to everyone and every lifestyle. And the best part about Shady Rays is if you... 
were to run the ball for no reason at the end of the game when you're losing and get popped out of bounds. There's no snooze you lose with Shady Rays. And the, the Shady Rays just break right there, which they probably wouldn't because they're you, so durable. If but you, if they did. If you called the worst play call ever and someone punched you in the face and your Shady Rays broke. you I think the Shady Rays wouldn't break. But if they did, <laughs> they would replace them because they have the best uh, protection program uh, out there. Even with that strong of a protection program, they still managed to make the quality that I can tell you is just as good as any expensive pair out there. And Shady Rays customers agree because they have over 200,000 five-star reviews. And Shady Rays provides 10 meals to fight hunger in America. With every order placed, they've donated over 20 million meals to date. This is exclusive for our CHGO listeners right now. Shady Rays is running their deepest deal of the season. Use code CHGO for 50% off. Two or more pairs at ShadyRays.com. That's right. Buy one, get one free. You can get two pairs for as low as $54. Redeem only at ShadyRays.com, where you can find all their newest and best shades. What's up, Shady Rays? And the ComEd Energy Efficiency Program, committed to helping families, businesses, in the communities where we all live, where they will help you save money and they'll help you save energy. Comet offers facility assessments to help you find your energy-saving opportunities. Uh, listen, you get, you're saving money. You're making the world a better place. Three to four weeks, you'll get a detailed energy efficiency project that will you can take your current living slash business situation to the next level. Don't wait. Get started saving money and energy today for energy-saving tips or to schedule your free facility assessment. That's right, free. Go to comed.com slash poweringbiz, comed.com slash poweringbiz, or you can call them 855-433-2700, 855-433-2700, or for you emailers out there, one more option, business ee, business ee at comed.com. All right, now you can bring your will to like a seagull. That was good. That's the seagull noise, I guess. I don't know. Is, are we going to Will? Is that what yeah, we're let's going? go to Will. Okay, let's get Will in here. We Give need some ground, Will DeWitt. Grounded DeWitt. perspective, please. Let's the man see. behind the diehards. That's what I want to call him. Oh, yeah. He's done so much work to get the diehard program up and running, and he's a diehard himself. What's up, Will? Hey, guys. How's it going? I, I think I put in more work on the diehards over the last month than I've seen the Bears do in this game. But who did the EE? Was that Lawrence? Like, yeah, I, I that looked was at Lawrence. the screen. I was, very I was very concerned and confused. Yeah, that was Lawrence. That was definitely okay. Lawrence. And um, <laughs> All right. What was, your, what was your take on everything that transpired there at the end of the game? At the end of the game, it was just a mixture of poor play calling and poor execution. Just another game where the Bears – failed to finish a game that they had an opportunity to go out there and win. Uh, when I look at this entire game, guys, I, I just see missed opportunities galore for the Bears that led to this loss here. Uh, I have a 17-point differential off of missed opportunities. He had to settle for a field goal after Cole Komet's big grab, getting the Bears near the red zone early in this game. They had to settle for a field goal, so say they left four points on the table there. He had to settle for a, a punt after DeAndre Houston Carson forced that fumble that gave the Bears starting field position in Atlanta territory. You missed that 56-yard field goal. That's another minus three. 
penalties late in the third quarter gave the Falcons a fresh set of downs inside the 20. Uh, instead of giving them a field goal try, they allowed the Falcons to go out there and get a touchdown. So that's a four-point differential. And then, of course, late in the game, a failed fourth and short by the Bears' defense. Uh, and then a few plays later, the Falcons got that field goal. So all in all, when you added all those missed opportunities up, that is 17 points in favor of the Falcons. And in a game that you only lose by you know 27 to 24, a three-point game, uh, I, I just see the Bears continue to shoot themselves in the foot and find ways to allow the opponent to beat them uh, instead of them actually willing themselves down there uh, for victory. So like that was my biggest takeaway. I had to watch it at uh, Buffalo Wild Wings. So I didn't get like any announcers. It was just kind of like me hanging out with a buddy watching this game. But based off what I can tell from the TV, that was a little bit distant for me. Like that was like the biggest takeaway that I had was just the Bears' inability to capitalize on key situations on really all three phases. Well, I'm just going to ask it because, I mean, I think it's even more appropriate with Justin Fields being carted off at the end. There's some video Adam John shared, different people, and he's wincing with his shoulder. But even beyond the shoulder, would you consider resting Justin Fields next week versus the Jets? Well, if it's, uh, I would like to see what the severity of the shoulder injury is. If it's like a dislocated sort of deal, that probably won't be cleaned up until the off season. If it's like a torn labrum that's severe enough that needs surgery. Like I'm a person, like I've had my left shoulder dislocated six times in my lifetime. And I, and I know how much that like hindered just like my normal life. Like I couldn't sleep in certain positions without fear of it popping out of place and things of that nature. So if it's something like that, where he has a, a severity uh, to that degree that I'm not opposed to resting Justin, I don't think he has anything to prove to anybody uh, when it comes to him being the franchise quarterback of the Chicago Bears. Obviously, we would want him out there getting additional experience as the Bears continue to march their way towards this and through this rebuild. Uh, but at the same time, you have to take Justin's long-term health into severe uh, consideration here. And if it's something that would, uh, I guess, put him at greater risk down the road, I I'm at this point where I would not want him to go through a situation like that. I'd well, rather that's what him I'm gonna say, well, it's like, safe. even if the shoulder didn't happen and he was just out of gas, like we saw on the final drive, let's just take the shoulder out of it and just sure. look at how he's clearly out of gas. Is it ridiculous to think that it's that giving him a week, you know, because it's just getting to a point now where, I mean, he talked about tired legs all week mm -hmm. during the leading up to this game. It was clear. He had tired legs by, halftime of this game so like even putting the shoulder out of it I mean I made the thought halfway through the fourth quarter I'm like don't play him next week he's got nothing left to prove to me it's a really interesting situation uh because if you take the shoulder out of it Greg like for me like I'm I'm torn right because I got one hand like you like you said, like he doesn't have anything more to prove and I hit that point too like he has proven everything to me over the last five six weeks uh, on the other hand, though, I feel like if you're healthy and you're supposed to be a franchise guy, there shouldn't be any reason to keep you on the sidelines. And if you're out of gas, uh, I think that's a bigger issue, too. Uh, but unfortunately, I think for all of us here, like the shoulder is real and it's a, it's, it's a real issue. And we need to find out the severity of it uh, before we can make any rash decisions. Same thing with the Chicago Bears themselves uh, and seeing him getting carted off, you know, as much as I like to see Nick ending up in a video that's going slightly viral after a game uh, to see Justin being the guy that's getting carted off and still kind of holding that shoulder minutes uh, after that 
hit kind of took place. Like that personally does have me worried. And of course I'm wearing my Justin Fields jersey that I kept in the back of the closet for months. So like, I'll take a little bit of blame there with like my long-term history of uh, bad figures. jersey decisions. I know, right? Like, seriously, look at this. Like, why would I do something like put this on here? I was going out in the public, the wanted to rep my teams, and here I am. What's up, Lawrence? I mean, Will, I mean, like, you you sent out a tweet in the second quarter that was <laughs> stupid. Not And you, now we find out you're wearing a Justin Fields jersey, too. This is all your fault. It is all my fault. You're right. Yeah, so, like, the Coral Daryl Patterson tweet is right after he got that fumble, and I was like, ha-ha, take that, Coral Daryl. Like, how about them Bears? And, of course <laughs> – he comes out and returns the kick minutes later. So I, I feel like I definitely jinxed that and dropped the ball on that one. So I apologize to everyone on the show, everybody listening. That's totally my bad. I should have known better to wait until the end of the game. But I was kind of feeling it at the moment and kind of got excited when you see a former Bear make a, a key mistake. But he definitely more than made up for it. I, I, have, um, I have a question I want to run by you guys. Okay, so this is from Andrew Siciliano on Twitter. This is the seventh time this season the Bears have blown a lead and lost the game. Lost the game. Is that it? Seventh time this season. So in eight of their losses, they have had a lead and blown it. Most in the NFL. Does that concern you at all? So if you want to be optimistic about it, last year the Minnesota Vikings had tough loss after tough loss after tough loss after tough loss, and they are going to win the division going away. So that would be the optimistic take, right? The other side of it is you kind of, at some point, get a little worried that they can't get out of their own way. And in the, first, at the end of the first half today was just a prime example of not being able to get out of your own way. And then, to, and then just to, for an exclamation point, let's just, let's just completely double, triple down on that in the final drive of the game. So I, I think there's, I'm in the middle, I guess. Overall, I think I'm probably look at it as a, as a good thing because there's going to be a lot more talent on this team next year and, and a lot less dead cap space and all that stuff. So, so I, I'm, I'm confident in where they're going, but I do think there is a drop of concern too. No, I don't. Okay. I just don't. I mean, they don't have enough talent. The team is putting up 30 points a week. You know, this week they didn't put up 30, and now we're upset because they couldn't hold the lead well. You know, between special teams and defense, you know, they give up, what, 28 points? So, right? So it doesn't concern you that the defensive head coach, no, coaching staff, the defense has gotten this bad, worse as the season's gone along. Granted, they traded away a couple players. That's a big granted. Um, And then special teams seems to be getting worse. As the they season. haven't had a pass rush all year. They don't have a pass rush. That's they fair. traded away Cleo Mack, Akeem Hicks, those mm-hmm. guys in the offseason. Mm-hmm. Now you trade away Robert Quinn and Roquan Smith. The defense hasn't gotten a pass rush all year. The secondary has shown signs of life. And so then the margin of error is so small that when Justin Fields throws a pick six or the special teams gives up a kick return touchdown or there's any little mistake or the refs put their hands in it, which they have multiple times this year, any of those little margins of error that are the difference in a win and a loss in games that are decided by one possession, the Bears are never on the, 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 the positive end of that because their margin of error is so razor thin. So, no, I don't. Will, go ahead. 
Yeah, no, I'm I'm right there with the rest of the guys. Like, I'm not pressing the panic button just yet uh, when it comes to this Bears team in the future. Obviously, having multiple close games in which they go the wrong way. I mean, it, it sucks in the moment. Like, obviously, it's another game where I have, like, a pit in my stomach even just thinking about and talking about the end result. Uh, but at the end of the day, like they've mentioned, like, the Bears have not invested a lot into this season. Uh, they did not spend a lot of money. You trade away your best assets on defense. Uh, besides Eddie Jackson, who's still putting together a career year when you look at his numbers, and obviously a lot of that can be attributed to the poor play to the front seven in front of him, so he has to take on a larger role on the back end of that defense. Uh, but still, at the same time, if you're not getting any pass rush from your front four, you're not, you know, you don't have many playmakers overall on this defense, and you still have a team that is putting up points more so than I've seen this Bears team put up really every single season outside of like the 2013 2014 year like this that's what it reminds me uh, about it gets me hopeful that the offense continue to take steps and and I know Eberflus has that defensive pedigree like you're mentioning Adam but and I I know additionally to that too like he has been known to get quality play out of not like the most talented units uh, but I think it just kind of goes to show how much the Bears are losing on, on a talent side on defense. And really, too, Alan Williams being a first-year defensive coordinator, I want to take in like some of his growing pains into consideration here as well as we go throughout this season. But, no, I'm not concerned for the long term for the Bears. Uh, but as much as I understand that it is hurting this team now, I'm going to remain hope that with a, some additional talent, more investment on this side, really both sides of the ball, an entire team, honestly. But uh, I feel like they will be fine once they find better talent, both via the draft and free agency moving forward. Sounds like we're all not we're, – we're shook, but not shaken. We're, <laughs> we're, we're knocked down, shaken, but not, not buried. Stirred. I don't know what the hell I'm saying. Shaking, not stared. I don't know. James Bond. We're, we're annoyed, but not dead. That, I'm just. That seven's a big number. Yeah. Seven's mm-hmm. a big no. number. Seven's a big number. Seven out of eight losses, you've blown a lead. I'm, I'm probably, I'd say, like 70% towards the optimistic side that, yes, right. it mostly comes down to a lack of talent. And, yes, they can turn that around with all the cap space and potentially the great draft capital they're going to have um, with, you know, all these losses that have piled up. Like, it may work out for the best. That being said, I just – I see warning signs every single week that I'm concerned about. The only thing I wanted to add here real quick is, you know, this is an offense that has been scoring 24 more points over, like, their last five, six games. And I know you mentioned, like, out of all the losses, you know, seven of eight, have because you know or like those one score games like but what's the alternative being blown out every week at least that's not happening like it could have been that way which i think would have been a more detrimental statement if you're saying like seven out of the eight losses were from two scores or more than one score or less at least they're close and i know close doesn't cut it but at the same time like i still think it's a better situation than getting blown out at least half of these losses i'll give you my biggest reason for concern right now and i don't want to go too far or get too in front of this, but look, uh, and I and I think that that Matt Eberflus is is, is in, enjoyable as a guy, and I think that it's a fine hire and uh, high high floor, not and a, and a lower ceiling, but that's fine. It's it's way better where the Bears are off than where they've been in, through their last three coaches with Eberflus. I, I'm convinced of that. However, uh, 
the minor call out on Jalen Johnson, like it's it's on it's on the player. That was a little wonky, all right. And then he was also asked about winning versus developing this week, and he said he said we're we're always going to try to win the game, and versus a little bit more of a nuanced answer that he could have perhaps given there. So it and, and where I'm going with this is that it worries me with how he's going to handle Justin Fields and maybe a banged-up quarterback the rest of the way. Is he going to be old school if he's okay we're going to play him, or is he going to be able to have some level of the big picture of the whole thing in mind as he, as he evaluates how he wants to go through the final six games of the season? He's got it. There's a pivot now that needs to be made. You're three and eight. The season, your any playoffs and all that is 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 over. So how do you want to go about this? And I and I'd like to see some level of creativity from Eberflus that we sort of have not seen so far as far as, as everything that I just underlined. Doesn't that take a little honesty from Justin Fields though? Because I'm reading here no, from no Nick Moriano here in the Eberflus presser, and they asked about Tevin Jenkins, and he said. This is Eberflus, and I quote, So Tevin, before the game, said that, Hey, I'm able, I'm still a little bit hurt, but I'm able to be there as a backup if needed in any emergency. So that's where he was at today. Okay. So if Justin says, No, I need a week, yeah, he's see, never going to say that is the problem. He's not. Right. No. You, you, you Which ha- gets back to what I was talking about during the week. You, As a coach, you have to know how to protect your players. Right. It can't just be black and white up to the trainers. Right. Right, because right. there Tevin said, right, was honest about how hurt he was. Justin's never going to give that away. You agree, Will? Huh? Uh, no, no, <laughs> no. This kid's tough as nails, and he'll do whatever it takes to be out there in the field. He's a true competitor. I don't think he'd shy away from an opportunity to play if given the chance. Which I think goes back to Adam's point of protecting your guys from themselves sometimes. And Robert, Robert's right in the chat. In the chat, then Tevin should be inactive. If he's only good enough to be a backup in an emergency, and he's not right, I mean, Tevin, we really appreciate it. Thank you for your grit. But you're a guy here that we want starting for the next five to ten years. We're not going to put you out there compromised in a game against the Atlanta Falcons when we're three and seven in a rebuild. That makes no sense. So he should he should have been inactive. You're at, you're you're absolutely right, Robert. I agree with you. Yeah, I'm. Man, I th- I, these are just the things I think are. I, I, I guess my overall point with this stuff has been we just can't gloss over everything because the quarterback's good. These are the things that matter in the future because every one of these decisions we're talking about is going to be amplified even more on a good team. And, and yeah, and Robert makes another good point. Why not? Listen. What is why it, not Robert put? Show? Come on. Why not? Well, give give credit to my guy Robert. Why, why not try Larry Borm at right guard? What what what's what's the harm there? I, I mean, I I guess you're you're not you're not trying to get the quarterback killed, but you went out and you tried to get the quarterback killed. I wouldn't have mind seeing Larry Borm try to play a different position. I mean, that, that wouldn't. I I'm like, okay, let's see what he can do there. That's basically what they did with Tevin. I mean, I think he's still more I'm more of a tackle, but I I wouldn't have hated that. Will any final thoughts before we let go? Yeah, I, I don't know about the Borum thing yet. If he hasn't practiced or played at the guard position when Schofield has been giving quality play at the position up until this game, but maybe that's an in-game decision, and if they ended up going that route, I wouldn't really mind. But no, I, I don't think I have anything else. You guys enjoy Super Chats and all that good stuff. Uh, I did check Tankathon right before you guys brought me on. The Bears currently hold the fourth pick in, in the draft, so they moved up into the top five. If you're counting at home, that 
just like last week, makes me feel a little bit better, but still the sour taste will remain in my mouth until I get to hang out with Braggs tomorrow night during After Dark and we play some two truths and a lie, and then he struggles, and then I laugh, and then I feel a little bit better. So I'll wait till that, Greg. You feel better, by the way. Hopefully you are already, if not here soon. But good stuff, guys. Enjoy the rest of the show, and uh, I'll talk to you soon. All right, there he is, Will DeWitt. Good stuff. Love Bears After Dark. All right. Mondays, Thursdays. Yep. So tomorrow, well, tomorrow you get the noon show and then Bears After Dark at night. So plenty of content coming tomorrow. And I don't know if we're going to have any answers. Matty Eberflus has already said uh, what we already knew. Justin Fields went to get more evaluation, and then he said we'll find out more Wednesday. Just another thing that's starting to get obnoxious. I'm not going to lie. Th- that, that, this one, no. Hey, flu- <laughs> Flus, Flus. You're you're not gonna make you're not gonna make all of Chicago wait until Wednesday for an update on the quarterback. He's gonna try. That that would be, yeah. you know. Listen, Lucy and Steve and Robert and and Carm and Hogue and Braggs and 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 Benedetto and Kaduk and Flanagan need to know about the quarterback's health before Wednesday. <laughs> and Especially so does me. so does Rocky, Alec, Jimmy, Tony, Bra- Brandon, Joe, Rex, Philip. Tony, come Chubbs, on, baby, Chubbs. All right, come on. Let's do let's do this. Let's get to some of these super chats, uh, Lawrence. If you don't mind uh, flying through them and reading sure, them, let's uh, get through these. Let's start with our guy Ryan Burden. What's up, Ryan? Thirty dollars super chat. Thank you, Ryan. He said this team will be unwatchable without Fields. So here's some beer money so y'all can make <laughs> it through next week's game, assuming he sits, and I hope he does. Uh, Ryan, I'm going to agree to disagree. I am. Fired up for Trevor Simeon, the former Wildcat. If he gets uh, no, Ryan, I'm with you. Unwatchable would be would be a, a, a fieldsless season. The rest of the way would be awful. I'm not gonna yeah, lie. Yeah, I'd crawl underneath this table, and you guys <laughs> could just I don't know update me how it's going. But don't play him if he's compromised. I think we all agree. All right. Uh, next up, Eli, uh, we got you here. I saw that super chat. Uh, this is $5. Thank you, sir. We all agreed at the beginning of the year that Fields would make mistakes, have ups and downs. But right now, he's not able to do any of that if they want to win. Talent issues show up late in games. Um, I mean, I still see him doing good stuff. Like, his only help today was David Montgomery. And then the nice catch that Cole Komet made. Yeah, I mean... I think you can even make an argument that, and I, he did overthrow Mooney. Let's yes. not. Let's Ugh. not. Um, My overpassing yards. I know bad. you would have had it on that play. Damn it! But didn't something look off about the route Mooney ran on that? He's uh, his his comment uh, that I saw. Mark Rody had it. He said that it was his fault because he was tired from the routes that he was running before. When he said that, yes, he was tired. So he did take the blame. He took the blame, saying that you know I was exhausted, so I didn't run as hard on that play. And uh, I hate to say it, that's that's, an, that's, that's part of the coaching. It is You're, the but it is. I am telling you, it is the a wide receivers coach's job to know who's hurt, who's hurt, who's banged up, who's tired. You have a wide receiver rotation for that reason, and if he's too tired to run the route that's called, somebody else needs to run it. Or you have to communicate it to the OC to not call that play. EQ's running around hurt out there. Mooney's tired. Fields is tired. His team is just gassed. Well, well that's the other thing. Uh, Hits principle. Why are they so tired? I, I, 
that, that doesn't make sense to me. I understand why Fields is tired. You know, I, yeah, I don't understand yeah. why the wide receivers are tired. They haven't done anything all year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I mean, EQ was banged up. I, 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 I was yes, not being complete. And, and they are the, blocking their asses off, and that does take uh, – Well, Chase Claypool had one catch today. I, I would have loved – Two catches. Yeah, two? Okay, yeah. fine. So now so – no, it's worth the second round pick. Okay, because he made the second uh, catch for yeah, six yards. Yeah, I mean, we gotta see something from that before the season. And he is still over. didn't look like he knew where he was lining up half the time. Yeah, right, the which the is game. perfect. Hey, hey, Chase, run out there twenty yards, stop, and then run as fast as you can. And Justin's gonna throw you the ball. He can do that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is from Hashlinging Slasher nine ninety nine super chat. Is it safe to blame the offense for this game? The D wasn't great, but they were plus two on turnovers. But how you give up two sacks on consecutive screens? I th- I think it's a fair call. Yeah, those two sacks. One, by the way, one of those I think was on Ebner. If you look closely, Fields like went to Treston, and it, I don't think he liked top. I think he was slow to get out on the screen. If Jake Flanagan is watching right now, I want to know if he's still in on Treston Ebner because it wasn't great today. Uh, Too much of that. That was another thing today. Just keep Montgomery in the game. To me. Yeah. I, I was hoping to see how many breathers does your boy need. <laughs> I was hoping I was hoping to see Valus back there. Well, the only time we saw Valus in the backfield, he was just like sprinting through there a couple of times. He actually give Valus credit; he had a good kick return. And the one part of my prediction that I got right today that it wouldn't be spectacular, but he wouldn't turn the football over. Didn't turn the football over. Good job, Valus. Although he could have gotten out, could have gone out of bounds and not taken the hit that he took on that kickoff. He bobbled the first kickoff. Just he a did bit. just a little, little bit. There, the tiny bobble. No problem. <laughs> absolutely was. Lawrence, what else we got? Youngster Joey, ten dollars super chat. I hate this defense. None of them should be back next year. Maybe the Jackhammer. Maybe Eddie. Everyone else can kick rocks. Damn. No, no, no. Jaquan Brisker, it belongs. Bris- he said Brisker, right? No, he said the Jackhammer. Okay. I'm assuming that's. That's oh Jack, yeah, Jack Sanborn. Sanborn. Yeah. Well, I mean, Sanborn. I made my list. I, didn't play I mean, I made my list for Adam when we if we'd ever gotten into who is developing Up, on this team. Upgrade on in the losses and defensively. I mean, that's my only these, takeaway. These is the were the names that I came up with. It's put together. Kendall Vildor, Jaquan Brisker, Eddie Jackson, in the secondary, Kyler Gordon. Okay. They're developing, so I'd keep all of them. Jack Sanborn, Nicholas Morrow, I'd keep them as depth, depth pieces. Morrow. No, Come on, Morrow's no, terrible. No, depth no. pieces. You right. can't fill every hole this offseason. I thought fun. you said death piece. No, depth. Uh, depth. Uh, <laughs> and then, uh, you know, Justin Jones, a depth piece on the defensive line. Dominique sure. Robinson shows a lot of potential for a yeah. young, what, fifth round pick. Sure. Did he play today? I saw him drop into coverage once. Okay. Yeah, yeah that did. didn't go well. Okay. This has been a weird day for you on a lot of levels. I'm sorry. Are you feeling better? Not really, but. Yeah, no, he's gonna... definitely not. I could tell. Um, yeah, our guy the Duke earlier, when, once that whole thing happened, he said, I feel the way Braggs feels. Thank you. Well, uh, if you thanks, feel Duke. how I feel, you're about to pass out, so. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't seem good. <laughs> no, sad. I'll be fine. You're, if you're Fields good. can play through it, I'll play through there it. There you go. There you go. We'll just have to cart you off after the show I'll and try not, yeah. shoot a video of it. I'll, I'll try not to run a play where I run you straight through that window for, <laughs> no, for no reason <laughs> just to get you further hurt. 999 Superchat from the Duke. I feel the way Braggs feels. I just said that. Oh, sorry. <laughs> we're, we're letting Lawrence do, like the, do the Super Chat. I well, I couldn't. So to avoid what whatever you happened. a lot of Super Chats, too. Has well, whatever happened to Braggs gotten into you now in the middle there? He mumbles. 
Wow. He's a, he's too far away. Um, it's it's a it's a, it's a. I heard it. You have Lawrence abilities that I don't have. Apparently, sometimes I like you can hear them and I can't. Maybe maybe I'm just okay. Carm, this one's for you. Thank you, <laughs> John Davis. Uh, the this line can't pass block on passing downs. They just can't. This run run pass stuff just isn't safe to do. We cannot pass block when it's needed. Now it's your turn to read it. That well, let me bring up a hypothetical for you. Yeah. If if the Bears just chose to sit Justin the rest of the season, no, could you live with it? No, no, no. Dude needs to play. Not th- yeah, next week. I honestly would be fine if they did it next week. He, but I need to see him more this year. I need him and Chase Claypool to develop chemistry because at this point, you're not giving Chase Claypool any kind of an extension. You're going to now wait until next year in his contract year to see what you have in him. To even consider his future with the Bears, he gave up a second-round pick. So I need Fields to continue to develop chemistry with the guys that are going to be here next year. But I am completely fine with sitting him next week, even if he didn't have that shoulder injury. Now that he does have some kind of a shoulder injury, I wouldn't even. I just sit him out. I wouldn't even worry about it. But, but I don't I, think one Bears fan I, would have. I guess I'm just agreeing with what John said there. Like, he he's they can't develop much more in the passing game because they're not blocking for him. Well, we, but before today with Tevin, they were starting to move the ball with more ease. Today, nothing was easy. Well, look, run on first down, gain two yards, run on second down, gain no yards, gain one yard, third and seven, Justin, save us, which I think is what John's talking about here. That's, that ain't that's a great, the playbook. That ain't a great plan. It just isn't. So... But that hasn't been how it's been the last five, six weeks. I mean, the really? Cole Komet, I, wide open touchdowns. I mean, they they had more efficiency to their offense. They, they've been running the ball with authority. Also, they're the best running football team in the league. Today, they were terrible running the ball and run blocking. So, you I, know. I've, I've had that thought every week. Run, run, save us, Justin. That's not. This is not the first week I've had that thought. Okay, early in the year, I'd be with you, but since the 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 Cowboys game, the Dolphins game, the Lions game, no, they were explosive in all categories until the final drive the, of games. Listen, the offense has taken a huge, 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 huge. step forward. <laughs> However, we still do have a little bit of Justin. Just do us a favor and somehow dodge eight guys and either a pick up pick up a first down with your legs or scramble left, go right, and then fire across the field to a receiver that's finally wide open because the play's been going on for twenty eight seconds because because Fields did it. That's and and on third down after we after we weren't successful on first and second down, somehow that's got to get better. I don't have a great idea of how, but that's that's it's, that's got to change. All right, Bird is the word. Uh, I'm really starting to question Luke Getzey and his play calling. Why are you calling QB design runs on the last drive of the game? Throw the damn ball. Thanks, Bird. And another one. Joe, uh, he says, and this is in all caps, if another design QB run gets called outside the red zone this season, I'm out on these coaches. <laughs> Angry. Look, I just I, we've talked about this. There needs to be a balance. And I def I said this last week. I thought that they had shifted too much towards the running, 
And I think situationally today, that was a problem again, too, especially late. No question. Thanks, Joe. And this is another one along those same lines from Sang Ray. Hot take. Fire Flus get Peyton. What does Flus do well? Undisciplined penalties. No one swarms the ball. D scheme sucks. Imagine Peyton's scheme plus just Justin Fields. Well, what's that? Is he saying Sean Payton or Peyton Manning? I believe I think he means Sean, Sean Payton. Payton. Okay. I think he's talking about Sean Payton. Okay. Let's not overreact, though. Luke Getzey's still done a really good job this year. We just spent the right. pregame show talking about how he could, you know, What'd be leaving for a head coach. I do think we... we I did. I jinxed Getzey. We, we might have I to totally question whether that. or not Braggs was in Getzey's head today, though, because yeah. he's been cyberbullying him on Twitter all <laughs> Just gassing him up. I did totally jinx Getzey. You're welcome, Bears fans. Nope. Now we don't have to worry... Don't have to did worry you about jinx that. him or Check. did you hurt his feelings to the point where he's? If he's on up Twitter, today? we may have hurt his feelings if he doesn't have a sense of humor. But if anything, at the very least, we jinxed him with my big mouth. I think Flus jinxed him. Flus was the one. You, I, I, you want to hear the Justin Fields I, quote? I don't. I don't think anyone's calling up Luke Getzey after if they watched the end of the Bears game today, offering to offering a head coaching uh, position. Real to quick, uh, Richard Ingram, along the same lines. Are you guys confident in this coaching staff moving forward? In my opinion, I'm not. I might be looking elsewhere like future Hall of Famer Sean Payton. So there's another Sean Payton Naperville. Uh, I mean, scenario. I just – no, this coaching staff is here next year. More I mean, than that. Yeah. All right. So a couple things we need to get to from the Justin Fields stuff that's coming out. Yep. Uh, and we'll have Nick join us from Atlanta soon. But uh, Nick did just tweet. He said Justin Fields said he hurt his shoulder on the first play of the last drive. So it's not like that was something that was ongoing already. It did happen on that play, oh. which honestly oh. makes it even worse because oh. it just it's ridiculous. Now, here's where it gets worse, too, why that play should have never been called. Uh, pretty much every reporter in that press conference right now uh, saying that Fields said he was cramping throughout the fourth quarter. He had an IV after the game, so he's there cramping, and they're still running him like that. Every just, just I don't want to be here for what you just said. <laughs> that, that, Too bad it already happened. That was so. That's really upsetting. Yep. He injured his shoulder on a sprint out to the left that was called after he was cramping in the fourth quarter all game. No, I said he was cramping throughout the fourth quarter. Throughout the fourth quarter, it's just it's just a bad job. It's you know we all we all like Luke Getzey. Think all across the city, people like Luke Getzey, but that was just. That's a bad. That's a bad moment for 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 Getzey and company. Not good. Uh, another another super chat along these same lines from Ramsey's. Uh, people are upset today. Getzey should be arrested for attempted murder on those play calls with Fields broken down. They practice outside. JJ last week. What the flip are we doing? So f health, huh? Uh, Fields also saying, uh, "quote Right now the pain is pretty bad." Oh great. Like coming from Set Adam em. Jones. I don't even worry about it. Set him. Well, yeah, but I mean, I, whatever. I guess, it, I guess it's good he's not in a sling or anything. If he had had an X-ray and something clearly was broken, he wouldn't. He'd be in a sling. I mean, if if I, if I was Matt Eberflus, Mark Gauthier is with Braggs. Bears need to sit JF one until after the bye. Thank you, Mark. Maybe they do. Uh, Look, so bring them back and then against the Eagles and Bills. 
Perfect. Nice. If he's healthy, if he's healthy and he's normal, the, 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 he needs to be playing. This is not somebody who's won five Super Bowls and we have it all figured out. I, I understand that. I'm just wondering, literally wondering what else you're going to learn the rest of the season if, if he's got to do it by himself every single game. Like, I, you, we I, already, we've already learned he can do that. Now you got to get him some help. To me, the it, magic this this offensive line is going to magically he, get better. Listen, he they they've I, I got it that it, that he doesn't have a lot of help around him, and the, the the offensive line is embarrassing, especially especially when when Tevin is out and it looks like it looked today. But you, it would be very good for the quarterback and the Bears for that matter to actually pull one of these games out. And he also has only thrown he's thrown for two hundred yards once. 200. But I guess my point is, I don't know that that's going to change. Maybe. This season with the with these people around him. It's clear that Getsy thinks they can only, like, if, if they're they're in a must-pass situation at the end of the game and the offensive coordinator is like, yeah, we got to run the quarterback. This is the only way we're going to win the game. We, what an indictment. Right? Yeah, I just don't agree. Let him throw the football. Well, I agree with that. I'm just saying that clearly the offense coordinator thought that's the only I, like I, I spread him out left. Hopefully, he makes a guy but, miss, picks up 20 yards. Right, but the offensive coordinator has shown that he's made many adjustments throughout just this one season that he's been doing it. He figured out how to use him midway through the year. He can figure out yet another plan for the for the remaining six games or five or four or however many he's going to play. They he needs to be on the field. And they need to do a better job of figuring out how to keep him healthy when he's on the yeah, field. Yeah, because in my developing Bears list, you know, obviously Justin Fields is developing in a huge way. Khalil Nick Herbert. <laughs> no, this yeah. is offense now. I don't have a problem with Nick Morrow as a depth piece, okay? Now, Khalil hey. Herbert, Braxton Jones, Tevin Jenkins, uh. Cole Komet. I feel like all are developing in a positive way. But I didn't list any wide receivers. And that's why... Justin Fields needs to keep trotting out there when he is healthy because that's not good. That I don't feel like there is a wide receiver that has. De- I mean, Mooney has started to break out here these last few weeks, but apart from that, there is no signs of life from the wide receiver room. Uh, Bear forever with play calling like this. Three and fourteen. Here we come. Uh, also, shout out to Jag Tog with the four nine 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 super chat with uh, no comment. But uh, we'll keep moving on. Uh, this one, Kenny Ray, five dollar super chat. Will Adam or any media members hold Getz's feet to the fire for running Justin Fields too much, especially on the last drive and third and long? We've been going over this, but yes, I believe that is no. But personally, hold his yeah, feet. Are you holding? Like when he oh, speaks yes. to the. Media yeah. oh, on Wednesday. I'm gonna light a Adam. fire. Light him up, the, Adam. The th- underneath. Just don't tell feet. him about my tweets. They were jokes. Yeah, of course. I mean, what? What do you think? In all due respect. What do you think? Is, of course. The first freaking question is gonna be, "What were you doing on that last drive? <laughs> what? What else? What else do would it be? Do you regret? Da- Listen, Dan Weeder and Mark Potash are gonna get after Getsy in ways that <laughs> is gonna make me uncomfortable. <laughs> and if, if they don't, then I'll do it myself. Um, we we all will. I don't understand. Like, what do you? What do you? Yeah, I don't. I don't. Right. I do enjoy the people that have been in my t- tweets. Like, well, if you have questions, why don't you ask them? Well, because I'm not in Atlanta right now. <laughs> I'm asking them on this show where I am. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Listen, and 
we all have there's 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 a mountain of evidence out there that Adam Hogue will ask the with the, will ask the tough question. Think he advanced this level in life without asking some tough questions at press conferences in a very adept way. Thank you very much. Okay, what else? Um. I don't know. More super chats. Are we doing more super we chats? Yeah, we can do some more super chats, but we do have a little bit of breaking news here. Oh. Um, I know this wow. is not this is a Barris podcast, but uh, we just dropped a new shirt. Um, some Blackhawks legendary player that wore eighty one. Uh, I've heard it's of him. Beautiful, and uh, tonight is potentially his night, where his jersey goes up into the rafters. Uh, those are now live at uh, the Locker dot com. It's a good looking um, shirt. It's a pretty good-looking shirt, so just so you know, it's there. Second greatest free agent acquisition in Chicago sports history? Perhaps that is correct because there's a guy named John Lester, right? I was going to say Dennis Rodman. Oh, of course. Um, here's another one from the Duke, <laughs> another 1999. The Duke, thank you. Is Taylor Heineke an established vet, Carm? Because he got the exact same call that Justin should have gotten. Yeah, Carm. Yeah, Carm. What did he say? So, uh, is the, so the Duke's making a... I guess your point is that Heineke is white. Heineke got he, a call. I and, got it. I yeah. got it. So Heineke is white, so he got the call. Because Duke was throwing a, a potential racial component to it. Hey, Duke, I, I'm not... Uh, I'm never... You're never going to find me as somebody like, I don't see color. We all see color. Thank you very much. It's anybody who says that, you know where they probably lie in life. So, but but I... Why is it, I, I can't I, I can't say that Justin Fields is not getting these calls because he's an African American quarterback. That seems too tall for me. Is anybody else with the Duke on that one? Are we sure that that's what he's insinuating? He did. He, he did earlier. Yeah. He did earlier. Oh, okay, yeah, he, did he did earlier. Did. I'm sorry. He, it might have been when you were in the bathroom. And I and, and I don't and, and, and Duke, I don't even mind that you're I don't mind you're going down the road. I just don't think you're you're right on this one. Maybe you are. Well, I, I don't I, there might be a subconscious there's there's I It would be on it would, yeah, There's sure. no question that there is like a a a subconscious um I think I would argue it has more to do with plain style than necessarily race but there's clearly something that is preventing Justin Fields from getting the calls that pocket I would I would I would call them pocket passers more than whatever their skin color is but it's like dude the guy got hit late. It's a penalty. Why, why is it not a penalty? 100%. And he, and he never gets it. And I even tweeted it when Mariota got the call earlier. It, yeah, I'm like, what, Justin would have gotten that That's call. what Jason McKenna just said, that Mariota yeah. gets the fly because a hand touches with his foot, but Fields, when kneeling and already sacked, gets smacked with the helmet and still no flag. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I mean, it's, it, if you're looking for reasons for optimism for next year, they, the Bears have just gotten a bad whistle, period. They're, they're, it's they, been horrible all season. Yeah. I don't understand. I mean, does Justin need to throw his arms up more on him? I mean, I know he was exhausted at the end. Yeah, he can't actually lift his left arm. Yeah, I know. Like, you know, sell it when you get the hit, like completely freak out like Rodgers or uh, Brady Brady, would. You know, I don't know. You know, I'd have no problem with it if he did that. Got to play the game, right? That's part of it. And then if they don't give the flag, then you light the ref up. You get in his face. I know Aaron Rodgers would. Yeah, Brady's done it. Brady gets those damn calls. Becoming a scary guy to the officials that way could it it might then it, it might then benefit it, him. Then they talk about it on TV, you know, and the yep. ref has to answer to it a little more. Yep. 
than if you just because that was the thing with Derrick Rose when you'd watch him play against like the Heat back in the day. You know, he'd get mauled, and Derrick was always the guy that would just put his head down and go right back to it. He would never complain to the refs. And that was in the era of the Heat and the Celtics constantly on every whistle yelling at the refs. And, you know, part of you loved it and respected it that Derek wouldn't go after the refs. But then there were times where you're like, you almost need him to to, to start pushing the calls the other way. I see that sometimes in college basketball. There's the coaches like Matt Painter that won't go after the refs. And then there's the coaches like uh, John Calipari that will go insane on the refs. Yeah, and, or just say how Coach yeah. K robbed Sometimes the national those things can sway yeah. officials. And, and the Duke wrap, wrapping it up there with uh, might be an unconscious bias. Duke, I hey, I underline that that is very much in play all the time. Or not all the time, but it's it's in play often. Go see, go see when the Bears drafted Mitch Trubisky. That 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 to me fell right under unconscious bias over the guy that was twenty eight and two and was was winning national championships and beating Bama. If you're wait, is it subconscious bias or unconscious? Unconscious, unconscious. I think, subconscious. I think unconscious means unconscious you're asleep. Is what I'm about. Yeah, to that's what Bragg's. <laughs> okay, subconscious. Dude. I'm about to be unconscious. The league Are has you sub. A- I'm fine. Sub- it's a joke. Or I would have left. <laughs> okay. Good. 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 Or he'd be I'm laying on the floor. It. I'm looking it up. It's subconscious. It's definitely subconscious. subconscious. Next, next. I, feel free. Super I wasn't going to call Duke out. I was calling Carm out because yeah, he repeated it, it, went all in on it. Yeah, Love yeah, it. yeah. All right, this is from Philip while Carm looks up subconscious bias. Uh, if we're this close with this little town, imagine where we'll, we'll be next year after a good draft. This season is lost. Focus on the positives. Yeah, I agree with you, Philip, because I saw a lot of people in the chat and, and some people on Twitter like, uh, you know, this is clear tanking, it's and I think the results are tanking, but I don't think it is a, it's a, it's, I don't think they're purposely trying to tank. They are, like Eberflus said. It's an unconscious that, tank. It's an unconscious, unconscious you guys are tanking because they're trying to win. They're in every game. So you can't say to the people saying, oh, they're just clearly just trying to tank. I don't agree with that, or else they'd be getting blown out. They haven't gotten blown out in any game they've played, and even the Dallas game where the final score indicated that, they were in that game at halftime and in the third quarter. So this team is fighting their ass off every single week with a severe lack of talent on both sides of the ball, specifically on the offensive and defensive lines. And you have to give a lot of credit to the coaching staff for keeping them in games and the players for not letting go of the rope. They're now 3-8, and eight, and I promise next week will be just as close, and they'll probably fall short. Yet again, the Jets look terrible today, so half of us will pick the Bears to beat the Jets, not and me. then it won't happen. I'm letting you know right now I'm picking against the Bears the rest of the season. I said that after. Mark it down. The, no. I said that after the Giants It's the only game. way I'm going to get back to 500. And they're too hard to pick in these close games. You know, normally the, most of the time they're going to come out on the – the, the bad end of most of these close ones, but yeah, we're all going to pick against them next week and then they might win. I don't know who knows, but they're in every game, you know, Justin Fields and these guys, the whole team doesn't let go of the rope. And I appreciate that. So yeah, I'll, I'll focus on the positive for sure. Uh, let's go to our draft Kings King. 
Wait, of the did, game. You didn't do this while I was in past time? <laughs> no. No, we <laughs> wanted to hear what you said. Oh, about you were waiting John for me. That's nice. Kind of a secretly great game for Jaquan Brisker today. 11, 11 tackles. He had the uh, uh, the peanut punch. Yeah, I was going to say he did a forced fumble on top of the tackle for a loss. Oh, my bad. Just I, I made fumble. this really quickly. So yeah. A peanut punch. Yeah. Good job. Screen. Brisker. <laughs> he had that one on that where we laughed to each other where he had. The, right. It was a long run, but at the end of it, Brisker just laid the guy out out of bounds. <laughs> I'm still waiting for the absolute just wrecking of somebody in the regular season, Jaquan Brisker hit that I haven't quite seen yet. But he's – I was thinking about – right when I woke up this morning, I was thinking they traded Khalil Mack for Rise Jaquan Brisker. And shine. I, w- I thought about that too. <laughs> That'll be tomorrow morning. Uh, but they traded Khalil Mack for Jaquan Brisker. That's a good job. Well done, Ryan Poles. Thank you. <laughs> Now, what do you think Pace is feeling right now? Happy that he, his Falcons are in the playoff hunt. What is he, though? He's like an assistant GM. Pace really wants that T-shirt. He's not even a – What? he's not the GM, so it's not his Falcons. He's still – He's a water boy. The, he, he, he's, uh, he's, he's, water on, boy. He's, he's in the organization with a prominent role, and they just beat his former team that fired him. I guarantee you he's the having Bears a cocktail want to tonight. win a Super Bowl – with all these players that he drafted, Ryan Pace probably gets another GM job. Could be. I'm serious. I mean, I don't, I mean, but let's see how many of their players remain. Justin Fields will obviously be here a long time. Um, Kurt is wondering if Jaquan really had 11 tackles. He had him down for seven. Um, yes, the official NFL stats <laughs> provided by the league have him down for 11 tackles. Erica H. in the chat says, the term Carmen's looking for is implicit bias. I don't know. We'll implicit bias. Okay. We don't need I, to we, we, Do we really need to do all this? But uh, <laughs> We don't. I implicit, we don't. implicit means you're aware of your biases, and you still have them, and you lean into them, and you don't care. Versus unconscious. Unconscious? Yes. You looked it up. Yes. No, he's right. It was like on WebMD and everything. Yeah. Wow. Okay. If you look up the definition of subconscious, though, it seems like it would go with you, subconscious bias. But apparently not, because you have conscious parts of your brain and unconscious. It, well, it, hold on. It brags I just, I is unconscious. I just said Im, Im, implicit is also is is is, is also unconscious. Like, never mind. We're not talking about this. There's implicit versus explicit. Implicit versus stereotype. <laughs> implicit versus confirmation. Kind of. Listen. Check in with Dan Bernstein tomorrow. Tended over there. I, I, that's, that's not <laughs> what we're Unconscious bias is when I'm passed out, but I still blame the refs. Sure. Go ahead. <laughs> Implicit bias is when you leave the show and and come back here All I know <laughs> and is, smell like you were at the well, circus. Thank you for that. Uh, Adam Westby says, I like Mark Carmen. <laughs> thank, thank you, Adam. Adam's a good guy. I'm Mark Carmen alongside <gasps> a camel from Ringling Bones. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. I'm yeah, just going to keep hitting there. some super I don't chats. Smell anything. Uh, Mark Gauthier, uh, 499. <laughs> With this line, Mustafa should be substituted by the long snapper and have Justin stand back there like he's a punter to give him enough time. I did question whether or not Justin Fields should be the kick returner today. It's on the notes. It's a good way to get him it's hurt. It's coming up. Good way to get him hurt. Let him, let's have him do that, too. A great hold by uh, Trenton Gill, by the way, on that 
What was phenomenal? The, what was the game tying extra point? That was not a great snap, and Gill saved it. He's on my list of players that are developing. I just love you. Losses. They're three and eight, and Braggs has fifty players on his list of developing players. Let's yeah. sign Nicholas Morrow. Trenton five Gill, year special teamers. Trenton Gill <laughs> developing while losing. Josh Blackwell developing while losing. He had a nice play today. I, I like Blackwell. Jimmy Tony, shake your head at me, Hogue. Glad to see Schofield take the shot to the head. That's not very nice. That's not. Not very nice. That sounds not okay. Right. <laughs> what the? Uh, Jimmy, Jimmy, thanks for the super What are we chat. doing here? That's not nice or okay. And our guy Chubbs. This is from the blame game earlier. He said the defensive line is horrific. They're to blame. You know, Chubbs, I agree. They haven't. The pass rush hasn't been there all season. You saw it early in the game when they tried to send blitzes and they'd get picked up, and <sighs> and Falcons would throw right in the direction of Sanborn where he was blitzing and get the first down. And the defensive line could help by getting some pressure on those blitzes, but at the same time. The defense only gave up 21 points today. You know, I mean, yeah, we expect better from the defenses we've seen in this city, but 21 points on a day like today, you know, with the, with the talent they have on this team isn't that bad of an effort. But I agree with your overall sentiment that the defensive line is not uh, good. It, it's a low bar right now, but compared to where they've been all season, the, the defense today was fine. It was not, it was not the reason they lost. Uh, probably agree. The offensive I, I, line is the reason they lost. I, today. I tried to make an argument that the Bears should sign Grady Jarrett by the fourth quarter, but they, apparently that's not legal. They, they just they left too many points out there, and Fields was running for his life all day. The biggest problem today was was n- poor use of field position, bad offensive line play. This was the first game plus in like, play calling since the Washington game that like legitimately wasn't fun to watch. Is that fair? It was I, more fun than that Washington game. I, I was enter- I was entertained, but it, it did feel like a bit of a slog or something. I don't know how to put it. It just didn't. It wasn't good football. I guess. I mean, you still have the Mooney touchdown. You have it the, was early. Like when Komet made that catch, Mooney made the catch. Yeah, but then the touchdown Mooney. at the end. The uh, second half. Ti- the I, touchdown to tie it in the second half. That drive. Fields extending the play. That was unbelievable. How he was, he ran like yeah. 40 yards in the backfield. We had a, there were a lot of fun moments. The Komet catch, I just we think all we're went starting up. to get an expectation level that's raising for this offense. I joked on Twitter, I was like, why don't the Bears score on every possession like I expect them to now? And it was yep. just being tongue in cheek. But that is kind of where we're at now with this offense. So when they don't do that, now we're like, oh, you know, I mean, shoot, the Bears used to average like 17 points a game on offense. Now we're expecting yeah. them to score 30. So it's I just think it's a different mindset we have for our expectations for this team. I think we should get an injury update on Justin Fields from what's his face. Uh, the, it, it, our our viewers can't see this, but Nick just like took a giant shot of an energy drink. I thought that was Pepto-Bismol. Guy drinks more energy drinks than anybody I know in the entire world. He's passed and out. And 5 hour energy which we'd love to have sponsors. Oh, he's dead. Everybody's it, okay. passed out on it's, this show. It's just bold. What's up, Nick? What's going on, you guys? Nick, you were there when Fields got carted by. Did you have a good vibe? Did you have a bad vibe? We saw you with the Air Jordans and everything. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that video was out there, but not not good vibes, you guys. And he was grimacing as he was on that cart right outside the visitor's locker room. And then when Justin Fields actually spoke to the media, 
you can just tell it's, it looked like a a quarterback and he didn't say much about the shoulder but it looked like a quarterback that was concerned that's just what kind of the facial expression the mood the answers that he was giving and it is his left shoulder he did say that um it was on that first play the last drive where he sustained the injury they were asking doctors um like they couldn't rule out a dislocation or anything yet doctors are still looking at everything right now so he just doesn't know um but doctors took pictures and we'll let them know later um but yeah just to be completely honest just for me hearing him seeing him and then him driving over um it, it just didn't look good what okay what did flus have to say then about the play calling on that last drive yeah so really quick um so he basically said that i mean that is luke getsy calling calling the plays there and that's kind of what they had designed uh up for that that particular drive but that is just luke getsy calling it he has no input on exactly what is being called so what you saw out there like the design runs just it for me guys it seemed like the luke getsy was kind of forcing a lot of these runs today but that's what he said it was basically it was luke getsy's calls on this drive as it has been um you know for for the up to this point in the season it says here uh, something about that Matt Eberflus was encouraged with his special teams. That yes, can't be so. that can't be true, right? They did give up a kick return that was for a touchdown against a guy who now has the most kick return touchdowns in the history of the NFL. Yeah, so he was asked, does the you know the hundred three yard kick return kind of put the special team unit in a negative light, but he's like, well, they still did some good things that unit with DHC forcing the fumble, Jack Sanborn recovering. Then he really liked what he saw from Bayless Jones Jr. on that 50 plus yard return. So he seems still positive about the special teams unit, despite Cordell Patterson taking it to the house on that 103 yard kick return. But yeah, that's the, that's the big, um, you know, uh, negative on that and that you know what they're able to do and obviously Cairo Santos missing missing the field goal as well yeah that's uh okay I mean I'm not there were good things you spoke to Bayless yeah I got a chance to to, to speak to Bayless really quickly just uh, at his locker um he actually had a jersey from Drake London uh who he actually played with at USC and obviously being the same draft but uh, just asked him, what was it like being out there active on game day? Because we hadn't seen Bayless for a little bit. He said, you just can't take anything for granted. Uh, and he was just really appreciative of the opportunity to be out there uh, today for today's game. And I asked him what he saw in the kick return. What what opened up? What worked well for him? He said he saw a gash in the middle of the field, knew there wasn't going to be anybody backside. Just cut that weight and used his speed to you know get the offense in a good position to score out there. So... Um, that's kind of what he had to say at his locker and just being really appreciative of the opportunity to play in this, today's game. Uh, how about the Darnell Mooney touchdown catch? Yeah, so I asked Darnell, um, just was that a design like pick that was supposed to happen? He's like, no, EQ is actually just running a route there. So it just so happened that, you know, it looked like a natural pick play where it freed up Darnell Mooney. But what ended up happening was, uh, EQ kind of stumbled over into Mooney's guy, freeing up Mooney, which caused the, the touchdown to happen. So um looked like good play design, but it wasn't exactly according to plan, but Darnell Mooney was able to benefit with that touchdown pass from Justin Fields there. Cole Komet have anything to say about his 
amazing Colcomet catch, best catch in the history of Colcomet. <laughs> yeah, so he said he was asked what it takes to kind of make a catch like that because when it happened here, you guys, I was just like, where did the ball go? Like, there's no way he caught this, and then you see him end up catching this one-hander. But he said the biggest thing for to make a catch like that is the focus, the focus to be able to take the contact, to reel that ball in, and then to catch 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 the pass with one hand and but he also made sure as he's like talking about his catch his highlight that to give credit to justin fields like that's a good second level throw to be able to hit commit in stride but him obviously making the highlight real grab to to execute that play to the best of his ability yeah nick was the locker room despondent because they lost or is it more feeling like this is fairly common, and they're just kind of moving through it now and sort of knowing what this is. It kind of feels like what it has been the last couple of weeks, to be completely honest, you guys. It's obviously not very much talking, but, I mean, this is like the Bears the last three weeks. They obviously lose one point to the Lions and just can't, you know, win a game against Dallas or whatever it may be. It just seems like it's status quo, to be completely honest. But it doesn't seem any more dejected than it did a couple of weeks ago or – just the same that it has been with, with these losses now piling up four in a row for the Bears. But, yeah, I wouldn't say it's any worse or any better than it has been. How about uh, Chase Claypool? Any thoughts from Coach Eberflus or anybody, you know, as far as he still isn't getting into the offense? It's only two catches today. Yeah, and that was still, you know, you want to see more from Chase Claypool. I didn't hear anything from, from Eberflus or himself actually talk about again, what, what the game plan is for, you know, him moving forward. But obviously you want to see more from a guy like that. And you thought you would, the Bears would take advantage uh, of a Falcons defense, passing defense that had given up the most passing yards, but the offensive line could not, um, you know, block anybody. Just kind of to segue here to Tevin Jenkins, what Matt Eberflus did talk about with him is that, or why he didn't play, he was active but didn't play. So what, Flu says, so Tevin, before the game, said that, hey, I'm able, I'm still a little bit hurt, but I'm able to be there as a backup needed in an emergency. So that's where he was today. So that's Tevin Jenkins going to Matt Eberflus and letting him know what his status is. But, guys, honestly, it seemed like an emergency with how Michael Schofield was playing. So I don't know what it took, what more else it could have taken to put him in the game at that point. Well yeah. said. Uh, for the record, uh, Pro Football Doc, who's pretty good with this stuff, um, said he thinks it's a left AC joint sprain. That throwing? No, it's left shoulder. Okay, I'm asking because I'm so uh, he, stupid. Justin throws, yeah, just, Justin throws right-handed. I'm a stupid person, so I have to ask <laughs> stupid. There's no such thing as stupid questions. Don't laugh, Nick. I've been through a lot today. I'm asking because I'm stupid. Is it, is that I'm just being honest. No. You're okay? not stupid. You're a genius, but that was a moronic question. because uh, Okay. I said that because I'm not a I'm doctor, stupid. but between labrum tears, rotator cuffs, AC joint sprain. It was an uh, unconscious question. Probably the best. It can also be <laughs> painful. So hopefully that's all it is. That was an unconscious question. It was an unconscious question. Nick, I got a question for you. I asked Will the same thing. Take the shoulder AC joint out of it <laughs> and how gassed Justin Fields looked. I made the observation prior to the injury that I honestly didn't care if they sat Justin Fields next week for Trevor Simeon. This was prior to the shoulder injury. Take the shoulder injury out of it. If that was how the game had ended, where would you stand on a take like that? 
Uh, you know, look, I, I, I think having Fields out there is what you want. He was experiencing cramps, though, the entire game, uh, Greg. So there was uh, this, he was feeling it throughout the entire game. But I, I'm with Fields, um, you know, playing and finishing out that game. But actually going back to that moronic question real quick, Greg, it wasn't, it's a good question because Justin Fields was asked about, does, can, does it affect him when throwing with that injury? He says, it. I think it's a little bit pain. He said the pain is pretty bad right now. So even though it's not on his right thrown Thank shoulder, you, he's still feeling some pain when he does player. throw the football. So not so question. stupid after all. Well, I do go. think it probably impacted him on that last throw to Montgomery. I said that earlier. Um, you might have been in the bathroom for that. but <laughs> Long uh, story, Nick. <laughs> but uh, he did say he was throwing to Montgomery, by the way. Mm-hmm. Not, there was some speculation he was throwing it to Mooney or something. But yeah, it was just the throw I got away throw. from a little bit. Nick, good stuff, brother. Do we miss anything? Appreciate you guys. Um, no, that's about it, you guys. But real quick, uh, just asking you, did it feel forced the quarterback runs today? At all by by any yes. chance, especially like the in the interior the, the the defense. I don't know what your guys' vantage point, but it just felt like Getsy wanted to get Fields on the move and did so almost too much. But yes. I don't know if that's that's how it kind of yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I I didn't think that. it was a great day for Luke Getsy. I didn't think it was a great day for the offensive line. The one specific uh, QB design run that I felt was forced was in the first half on third and five where they did a QB design run to the short side of the field and Justin couldn't get the first down. Like, A, how, why are you running to the short side of the field? And, B, throw the ball. I mean, I know we don't complain as fans when the plays work, but it just felt like in that moment they were doing too much of that. So, yes, I agree with yeah, that. Yeah, I just always go back to uh, it's hard for an offensive coordinator to look good when the offensive line plays that poorly. And so I don't – I think he had to probably do it more than he even thought he would because the I don't think he trusted him to sit back there in the pocket. Um, but late in the game, last drive, too bad. You got to do it. And that play call at the end just seemed – we were all yelling, what are you doing before Justin even got to the sideline. It was unbelievable. Actually, you did that, Carm. You were like, you were like what are you doing? And then he got tackled and like, and now he's dead. That, those were your exact <laughs> words. Well, he's he was limping to get to the sideline. Right. He looked like he was he carrying his right leg. Yeah, and then we find out that he's he's cramping the whole fourth quarter. That's just honestly, that's coaching negligence. It's right, bad. It's really bad. There's only one person in this town that can play hurt and get themselves to a championship game, and that guy plays tennis on Tuesday nights at Deer Creek. Oh, <laughs> yeah, Kirschenbaum. I know. Down goes Kirschenbaum. Cooper up on Friday. Let's go, Cooper. Cooper, not Amari Cooper. No, they, it, didn't need him. They, that was. I, I'll save that for another time. All right, Nick. Safe travels. Good stuff, Nick. Talk to you later. All right, you guys. See ya. Nick down in Atlanta. Who was that guy that we just... That was Nick. Doesn't know who you are, though. Doesn't know who I am. Not it's when you text him. Um, notes? Yeah, we should probably get to Carm's notes. Oh, no, I got... All righty. This is a rousing edition of Carmen's which just so we know, I don't know what was going on with you today. Copy notes. But you you just were a, a box of yelling. 
Um, and it's on these notes all over the place. Like well, you, he you, brought a box of Jimmy John's and he was a box. He bought of a box. You acted like this was the Super Bowl today. Okay, yeah. Carm. Two things right now. I yeah. love you. Okay. Yeah. One, the podcast listeners have no idea if you're talking to me or Brags right now. I'm staring it's right at oh the listeners, the podcast listeners you're, who are oh. listening to this later tonight That's or true. tomorrow morning. They don't know. I'm talking and about Greg second, Braggs. Every time you turn your head towards Braggs, you are not talking in your microphone. Oh, now I'm getting uh, just double Man. flags. Okay. <laughs> get for coming at me. Yeah. Bend right. it. Bend it. Yeah, just, I like rooting. Car. Yeah. Bend it. Uh, yeah. No, you didn't bend it. Bend it at the joint. I like the rooting AC for joint. the Bears. The AC joint. There the you AC go. joint. Like there we go. Okay. The Bears. Now what? <laughs> I'll take the win. I lost $20 right. to my boss. I lost. That's what was up. I lost That's what bot. was up. I lost a bottle bet to another guy. Rags is doing it again where he just starts. He just went off to did. Like, I don't even know what you're talking about anymore. He said why I was yelling. I'm telling you. I was yelling. I want the Bears to <laughs> win. Right. I had a bunch of bets on the game. Here we go. Uh, all right. Patterson and Morrow getting smoked early. Um, Patterson and Morrow getting smoked by Cordero Patterson. That doesn't make any sense. I'm off to a roaring start here. <laughs> <laughs> That's Patterson right. and Morrow. Please do us a favor and read the notes that make sense. Ten play, seventy-five yards, seven nothing. Kyler Gordon on the touchdown. I, oh, Gordon <laughs> on the touchdown. Did you see that? Do you remember that play? He got beat in the right corner of the end zone. He trailed the receiver all the way to the left corner. Never really sped up, and then they threw it to him. I was. I it was not a great moment for Kyler. Uh, Kyler did, not, did a rough start to the game. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Uh, I got Reef and Mustafer written down. Oh, because uh, that was when they when ball. they broke down when they when they batted down the interception. That was a good job by uh, both Reef. those guys. By yes, they were they were both in on it. Um, I thought Reef's effort was lazy, and Mustafer was the one who really broke that up. Really, Reef was, was like kind of like. I thought I thought, I, like, eh. I, I thought they both did a good job, but when on the touchdown pass to Darnell Mooney, everybody was happy with the exception of Lawrence Benedetto, who said "fuck" and because he had bet the first scoring drive would be three points, so everybody was celebrating, and Lawrence hey, yeah, was just priorities. was just was thinking about his wallet, yeah, yeah, which not? I thought was amazing, and that's what I would have been doing. I also would have preferred if it was uh, Cole Komet because I had the anytime touchdown with him, but yeah. yeah. Uh, so then after that. Uh, the Falcons were punting on their own 37 in the first quarter, and somebody on this panel by the name of Greg Bragg stood up and yelled, watch the fake punt, at which point I was uh, I just thought that was um, crazy. <laughs> your, your level of panic today on anything was just very high. He was, he was yeah, he was anxious. Uh, then there was a fumble at, right after that point, and somebody on this panel by the name of Anna Hogue Stood up and started screaming, ball, 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 as our special teams guy would do. So, you know, I was... I had and then e I think he yelled out, Bears special teams. Yes, and that's when the Bears, you know, got themselves a turnover, which they... And then they didn't do anything right, with it. Right, We argued at that point uh, that it would be overturned. I got that wrong. I was convinced they would not overturn it. So, congratulations to Adam Hogue on being correct. How's uh, eh, due? Yeah. And then I've got the Taquan Graham injury is on here. Oh, because we, we were all like, that's not a real person. Right. We didn't know who that was. And, uh, yeah. All right, page two. Uh, the field's anytime touchdown hit at that point. Adam Hoke had that in, the, in, his, in his prop bets. Congratulations. Money, congratulations for anybody who took advantage. I did not. 
I wrote down that I am sleepy, which was partly because of the Bears' performance at that point, but it was also because I ate three bagels. I think we have some proof that you were sleepy. Yeah, there I am. I was sleepy. Eyes were open. What is going on? A couple on? times I was talking to him, his eyes were like rolling in the back of his head. I'm like, what is I thought he was mocking me, <laughs> but he was insane. legitimately just sleepy. I had too many bagels. It was a bad job. Too many carbs is not good for me. Greg's bought in like 400 sandwiches from Jimmy John's. Didn't touch any of them. Looked nasty. Nasty? Oh, first of all. Gosh. Jimmy John's. Man, what are the shots fired? Well, I, I'll I say love this. Jimmy John's, actually. But Jimmy John's is fine. You did bring in a large quantity for literally like six people. No, I'm leaving them for the office for tomorrow. They can uh, move That's They've very been nice sitting out all day, but okay. That's very nice of you. Well, as long as they're in the fridge, I think they'll be okay. They're yeah. not. They yeah. haven't been for six hours. Right after Cordero Patterson had his touchdown. Um, Somebody will eat him. Uh, Hogue, by the way, claimed that he was gone at about the 30-yard line, and then he boasted about it afterwards, but uh, that all did happen. Uh, and I that, just wanted to check to see if anybody heard me when I said that. Right, and then at, right about after that, you said, should Justin Field return kicks? Also, so that, you should clarify the minus 30, not when he was running free. Right. Right when he made his cut, you could see the every kick return, you're literally just trying to cut the field in half, and if you hit, cut it the right way, it was somebody like Patterson. Not everybody can run away. Somebody like Patterson, yeah, he was gone. He was gone. I, I wrote down a David Montgomery block. One, he had one sweet block today when Fields was running. He absolutely trucked someone. That was a good job by Monty. Um, uh, no, don't do that, Ebner. I think that was you, Braggs. <laughs> no, yeah, when he, tried to, when he tried to cut back yeah. and reverse field. Uh, Instead of just You're keep going Devin up. Hester. Stop doing yeah, that, that didn't work. Did I, not work. I, I, Him and Montgomery cannot bounce to the outside. I hated the first. Yeah, I hated the first and twenty run to uh He's not fat. I hated the first and twenty run to Monty with one thirty left at seven at seventeen seventeen. What are you doing? Why, why are we running? It's first and twenty. Let him throw the football. Uh, and then for the first play of the second half, I walked right in front of the foot of the screen, and Hogue screamed at me for lack of uh, morals slash etiquette. That was a loaf, man. That was a loaf. It you stopped right in front of the TV in yes. mid-play. That did. was a bad job. You shouldn't even have crossed. You should have waited until the play was over. I was well. I was we doing, were filming a TikTok. I was filming a TikTok. Not that's not. Well, I guess it's a TikTok. We were filming. It will be on TikTok amongst other media platforms with Casey. And that was a bad. That was a bad job. I apologize. Um, Hogue, that's when you had your Tevin epiphany. Uh, what was my Tevin epiphany? Your 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 Tevin epiphany was oh was yeah. If the head coach says it's up to the trainer and the player to not play, and and the trainers obviously cleared him because he was active, then it, was it the player who didn't want to play? To have an epiphany. And also, at that point, that was when Kyler Gordon made back-to-back sweet plays. Kyler had an up-and-down day, but I think overall you would grade it as, as a pretty decent success, minus the fact that he also got hurt, uh, concussed, and had to leave the game. Yeah. Uh, um, Dante Pettis, outstanding just fundamentals, the fake uh, Deke call, oh, yeah. calling for the calling for the ball. He's on the right side of the field. The, the ball's in the left corner. Oh, fake fair catch. Fake fair catch. I thought it was an excellent job. Um, I got there you go, Demo. How was that third down? I don't know what that means. Um, By the way, the Atlanta Falcons tweeted out Club Dub. Okay. I think they're trying to mock the Bears, but it's like they don't know that's not a we thing. We don't do Club Dub anymore. Do anymore, anymore. Dirty Birds. Uh, I did think it was aggressive when the Bears did the Dirty Birds celebration. 
You're three and seven. You're it's not very dance. good. Yeah, yeah. It's a great dance. Uh, Love Jamal Anderson. Yeah, let's let let's leave that to Jamal. The closing out page three was sixth grade, man. A, Dirty Bird. Enough of All Pringle. Enough okay. of Pringle. Jamal an, Anderson. An, no more Pringle. Uh, the Trenton Gill bad snap is on the last page. That was a great job by Trenton Gill getting the, getting the uh, snap down, up, and good. Cairo to tie it at twenty four. Joe Thomas made a bunch of plays today. I thought he had a. Uh, and then he got hurt, but I thought he, he had. He made a, one. Yeah. I think there was two. But the one late was... the open field tackle. The one late... Mariota didn't follow his blocker. Yeah. That was funny. And then he got hurt on the other play that he made. Mariota is not Justin Fields. I know that. Uh, That's my big takeaway from the game. So, (laughs) enough with Ebner, I think, was Bragg screaming it. Run, run, Justin, I think, was Bragg screaming that. Run, run, Justin. There was a bunch of stuff that I didn't... Run, run, Justin. You were were fired up all day long. It was your your commitment to this football team, even at 3-7, and now 3-8, and is impressive. And that will do it. We only get 17 of these. And then we spend all offseason playing the hypothetical game. So, I enjoy the games. Get ready for it. Week to week. I I, I enjoyed today, too. Next year is going to be a lot of fun. We just got to get through the rest of this year. You got any notes on your notepad besides your uh, list of the entire roster? That's it, buddy. You're done with your notes? That's it. Um, Your entire roster of developing players? I like the peanut punch. Hits philosophy was in full effect today. Uh, Riley Reef knocking knocking it down. Uh, Peanut peanut punch by Jaquan Brisker. Tristan Ebner picking up the um, backwards pass. Yep. All hits that was philosophy a good job. That was a very good job. in play, so I appreciate that, you know. And then the play calling. There's a lot of – I didn't like how – I don't really love the half-field read plays. I get the offense is limited, so That's, there's times you got to call it, but I just don't like the half-field read stuff. Agreed. It just eliminates options for Justin, and they never seem to work, you know. So I'll only complain if they don't work, and if they do work, I'll be quiet. So – that's about it, you know. There was a bad holding call that pushed the Bears back, and then they missed the 56-yard field goal in the first half. Um, then the the, pe- the the personal foul at the end that they don't call for Justin Fields, but they call a personal foul for J- Marcus Mariota when that was questionable, and even the telecast was agreeing with that. So those were some of my notes, you know. Justin Fields continues to make wow throws. Wow escapes out of the pocket. Completely out of gas this point in the season. Out of gas. Kind of like this podcast seems to be. Uh, (laughs) Yes. Kind of accurate. All right. uh, Hey, Pins and Aces, the official golf apparel partner of CHGO. Got to love that Pins and Aces gear when you're on the course. You're going to get compliments. I'm telling you, these are uh, a family-owned and operated company. golf and apparel business they make amazing polos hats golf bags my favorite the beer sleeve an innovative product that allows you to store seven beers right inside your golf bag and keep those drinks cold the entire round check out pinsandaces.com use code chgo you will get 15 percent off your first order and get free shipping that's pinsandaces.com and if you want to go to the Blackhawks game tonight and forget about the Bears or anything else in your life, Game Time is the hottest new ticket in sight that can make it easier than ever to get the best deals for games, concerts, shows, whatever you need, 50-yard line, center ice, up top last row. They've got you covered. The best prices are on the Game Time ticket app. 
And uh, the best way to support us is by buying your tickets through the link in the description as well. I'm looking at Hawks tickets right now. If you just want to get in the door tonight to see Hosa get honored, uh, you there is a standing a stand, room only. Standing, it's there's a standing room ticket for you. Hang on a second here, that will cost you. A lovely it says forty two each, but I know that's seventy four bucks yeah, for one standing room ticket to get in tonight for the celebration of Marion Hosa, who was on our Blackhawks podcast, CHGO Blackhawks. Check that out. Watch also, the, the uh, ceremony is happening literally right now, so uh, get on your horse. Is it happening right now? Yeah, you missed the you missed the ceremony if you want to go to that. But you can, you can watch the Blackhawks play the Penguins. There's not a ceremony at 4:52. Oh, 100. Uh, yeah. Jay Zawaski is. You've heard of him? Yeah, I've heard of Jay. Yeah, he he's literally. It's uh, happening right now. Tweeting photos from yeah. the. Uh, okay, yeah. don't uh, just see if you want to just go to the. Isn't it a six o'clock puck drop? Why know. are they doing the ceremony? Correct, but they, it's a big, massive ceremony. They're retiring his jersey. It's a whole lot of whole lot of stuff going on. Okay, all right, whatever. You still go to the game. You can still go to the game. But why? <sighs> I'm hungry. I need like another bagel or a Jimmy John's. There are some Jimmy John's over there. Yeah, I've heard about that. Yeah. All right. Game time. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Justin, oh. the scene in the chat, Justin Fields is a one-read quarterback. John, you did not watch the game today if you think Justin Fields is a one-read quarterback. He literally is running around in the back of the pocket like a chicken with his head cut off trying to find anybody that is open and then finds – EQ on the other side of the field after running around for 35 seconds, keeping his eyes downfield. He's not a one-read quarterback. Stop saying he's only a running quarterback. He's proven he can throw the ball. I'm tired of these narratives. They're not true, and if you think they are, you're not watching the games. Luke Getze and Matt Eberflus are also developing Late while energy. losing. Luke had a bad day today. He needs to get better. Matt Eberflus, though, the timeouts at the end, not using them, I thought was an improvement from last week's fiasco at the end of the game with Detroit where he didn't use the timeouts. So those are the other people that are developing while losing. I, Mor- Moriano's five-hour energy just kicked in for brags. I was going to say. I'm, am- I'm amazed at how many people in the chat have, have endorsed not playing fields for the rest of the season. Uh, I told to you that's what people I mean. Well, just the way it looked at the end was so ugly. Adam I'm fine Westby. with next week, not the whole season. CHGO's beautiful chaos. Love you, dude. It's good cast. Thanks, Adam Westby. Thank you, Adam. I appreciate it. It is beautiful chaos. I'm trying. I think we had a great show. Yeah, we also still are not done with our break, but I was just going to let that go. Oh, yeah, you got... Uh, you know that excitement that Braggs just showed you right there? Yeah! That's what we love about him. You can make every play feel that exciting with DraftKings Sportsbook, <laughs> an official sports betting partner of the NFL, <laughs> and their unbeatable offers. Right now, new customers can make any $5 NFL bet and get $200 in free bets if your team wins. You can boost your winnings with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. I love DraftKings. And you can throw down on those stepped-up same-game parlays once per game day all season long. Download these DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code CHGO to get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Just place a $5 bet on any football game only at DraftKings Sportsbook using code CHGO. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Just don't pick the Bears probably for that. I love DraftKings. My free advice. All right, guys. Uh, awesome show. Appreciate everybody that, that hung out with us. And uh, we got six more of these. So let's just hope Justin Fields is playing next week. Any more Super Chats? Uh, yeah. Or not. Let's just hope he gets healthy, period. I know, but I'm not sure I'm ready for the Trevor Simeon experience in this offense. <laughs> Who's our third string? Is he still around? No, you don't want me to say that name out loud. 
Peterman? I love Peterman. Don't you play him on Tuesday? <laughs> you know who also love Peterman? John Greenberg. Elaine mm-hmm. Bennis. John Peterman's Greenberg's a big <laughs> Peterman fan. And John Gruden. Greenberg's fired up the Wildcat basketball team's 4-0. No, he's not. You laughed at me when I said top five pick after the Giants game. Top four right now, baby. Top four. It's, it's a good thing. All right, we're out of here. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Adam Hogue, at the Carm, at G Braggs Junior 23. I made it. Uh, Braggs, hope you feel better. You did. You gutted this thing out. If flu game. If they had lost to the Texans, we'd have the number one overall pick right now, but let's don't think about that tonight. <laughs> thanks, Roquan. That's a, that's a yeah, thanks a lot, Roquan. Not even on the team anymore. All right. Talk to you tomorrow at noon. We'll be here to break it all down with Corey Wooten in studio.